<laughs> come to a uh, hero pose. So this will likely require some padding. Bring your knees together, angle your shins apart, point your toes, and then take the flesh of your calves, pull it back, and then draw the calves apart as you sit between your heels. So I've set, I've sat up on some, um, on a blanket. Um, get as much height underneath your hips as you can to alleviate pain from the knees. So you don't want the knees to be feeling uh, uncomfortable here. We will be here uh, about five minutes or more. Uh, okay, so settle down through your legs and hips. Rest your hands on your thighs. Close your eyes. And give yourself permission to practice. That's something that I know can be difficult when practicing at home. So often there's not a lot keeping you in the room other than your own um, desire and will to practice. So give yourself this time and this space for your yoga practice. Begin to notice the sensations of your, the places where your body is touching the earth. Can you feel the temperature of the surfaces beneath you? Can you feel the texture? Now, send energy down from your body into the floor beneath you. Visualize that energy growing like roots down through the floor, down, down, down until it reaches the earth, reaches the soil below you. And then from that connection with the earth, Grow up out of your waistline, but grow tall along your spine. Shrug your shoulders up towards your ears, actively lengthening the sides of your body before looping your shoulder blades together behind your heart. Broaden your collarbones and lift your chest. Consciously tilt your chin down so it's parallel to the floor, and then draw the sides of your neck back as you lift and lengthen along the back of your skull. Bring a fingertip or two to your upper abdomen. Create a tone there by drawing your left and right front lower ribs into a central point, and then push that point subtly towards your spine so that your core becomes stronger, your lower back becomes longer. Feel your skin where it is exposed to the air of the room. And again, you might uh, assess the temperature that you're feeling at different parts of your body. Perhaps your hands, your cheeks, your forehead. Now begin to connect with your breath. 
Breathe in and out through your nostrils. And begin to cultivate a slow and deep breath pattern. Further modify the breath by drawing in a gentle contraction at the back of your throat, beginning the practice of Ujjayi Pranayama, the triumphant uprising breath. Listen for this ocean-like sound of breath and let that sound be yet another tool bringing your senses into the body and into the present moment. As you breathe, recognize the transformative um, potential of the breath. You might notice a change in mood uh, as we've started taking slow and conscious breaths. might recognize that even as we sit here breathing, we're already beginning this uh, expansion and contraction, this stretching and strengthening that we uh, do throughout the posture practice. So as you inhale, the middle body expands, not only in the front, not only in the belly and the chest, but the sides of the body lengthen, the back body expands. And as you exhale, you might draw in and up on your pelvic floor, engaging Mula Bandha. As you exhale, the belly button might draw in towards the spine. Consider where is the appropriate balance this morning for you between effort and ease. And that point might, it's likely to always be different every time you come to your mat and even throughout the practice it will change. Please bring your palms together in front of your heart. Broaden across your collarbones as you widen out through your elbows. We'll chant Om three times before beginning the moving practice. Uh, please chant along with me so I can hear you. Exhale. And inhale for Om. Om. Oh. 
head to your heart, release your palms to your thighs, then slowly lift your head as you open your eyes. Okay, so um, <laughs> I instructed this yesterday and then um, I just couldn't get into a deep enough twist to actually use the strap. But if you have a strap handy and would like to make a loop in your strap that fits around the top of your left thigh, then do so now. If this is your first yoga class in some days, then likely you're not going to be able to grab the strap. At least that was my um, experience. Continue to sit in Virasana. If, if this is becoming untenable, then just take a comfortable cross-legged seat for our twist. Left hand to the right thigh, right hand behind. Inhale to grow tall along your spine. And exhale, begin to revolve from left to right, bottom to top, inside to outside. And you might move into this twist gradually. You may notice the tendency as you uh, shift the chest towards the right wall that the left knee is going to push forward. Draw the left hip back and thus leave the left knee so the knees and hips stay uh, even. Right shoulder hugs to the back of the chest so the collarbones stay broad. You might eventually take the gaze over the right shoulder. So if you are feeling uh, twisty this morning, open the shoulders, you might reach around with the right hand and grab the strap. That will just give you more leverage to pull the shoulder blade onto the back and go deeper into the twist as necessary. Inhale, let's come back through center, taking a counter twist. And if you're using the strap, you might switch it to the, left, the right thigh. Okay. Grow tall with an inhale, left hand behind, right hand to the left thigh. Inhale, grow tall, and exhale, revolve. So again, move into the posture gradually. And again, maybe uh, consider this idea that you might, not have, you might not feel that you have control exactly of what your body, um, how your body looks in this pose or how your body creates uh, this shape. But consider that you do have um, this ability to change your perspective. And today we're focusing on this idea of approaching the practice from a beginner's mind. And if you can recall the first time you ever practiced yoga or one of the first times you practiced yoga, there might, you might remember a sense of like things unfolding, unfolding quickly, things uh, you're noticing for the first time, parts of your body that you didn't know you could feel. So again, if you have the uh, twistability this morning, you might attempt to grab the strap with the left hand to pull the left shoulder blade deeply onto the back. And let's come back through center and counter twist. Okay, remove the strap. And if you're still in Virasana, come forward into a tabletop pose and then slap out your feet to encourage some circulation and then down the legs. Okay. Next thing we're going to do is bring the knees together, tuck the toes under, you might manually tuck that little toe under, 
And then because you're either likely with an intimate partner or by yourself, uh, feel free to just grab your buttocks, uh, pull the flesh of your buttocks back and apart, and then bring your heels together so that as you sit back on your heels, you get a connection between your heels and your, um, your <laughs> sits bones. Okay, so if this uh, begins to become um, <laughs> untenable, that's my word of the day, then uh, simply flatten out the feet. Okay, have your strap handy. Lengthen through the spine so the tailbone extends down, the lower ribs draw in and back as you extend your strap out in front of you. Hands are held shoulder width distance apart and then take, uh, get some uh, tautness with the strap by pulling the hands gently apart. Reach the knuckles forward to extend the length of the arms and then plug your arms deeply into your shoulder sockets. Keep that and begin to slowly lift the arms by the ears. Hands, reach, uh, knuckles pushing towards the ceiling. Notice if the low ribs have jutted forward, draw them in and back to lengthen the tailbone down. Breathe in this shape. Gaze to the imagined horizon. Or if you're looking out a window and you can see a horizon, look to it. Soften the muscles of the face. Notice what you're feeling, where you're feeling. And without moving the chest forward or tilting the uh, tailbone back, begin to draw the biceps back behind the ears. So a little bit of movement might create a lot of uh, points of interest here. Continue to hold here, or if you're ready for the next thing, uh, slide your hands apart, and with your next exhale, roll your shoulders back and bring the arms down behind you. Inhale to lift the arms. Exhale, move the shoulders back. So go easy on yourself. <laughs> Start out slowly, so you might uh, walk your hands even further apart. And if you want more, try to bring your hands closer together and then keep your elbows straight throughout the journey. If you're noticing that one arm needs more attention than the other, you might bend the opposite elbow and really work to straighten that tighter side. Okay, I can't stand to tuck my toes any longer. Uh, take the strap off to one side and again, you can, uh, you can kick out your feet. And let's come to lie on our backs. Again, have your strap or strap uh, substitute handy as you extend down through your legs. Lengthen your tailbone, lift your uh, hip points up as so you're standing in Tadasana uh, <laughs> while lying on your back. Um, fall in mountain pose. Okay, keep the left leg rounded, draw your right knee into your chest, loop the strap around your right foot, and then extend up and out through the right heel, lengthening along the back of the leg as you tone the muscles up the front side of your right leg. 
Keep enough slack on your straps so that the head and shoulders can remain grounded. And now with a, with a long leg, start to lift the heel towards or to 90 degrees. So you'll notice as you lift the leg higher, the heel will turn out to the side likely. So widen the outer hips actively away from the right armpit. Notice and breathe. So most of the, um, most often, <laughs> I present uh, breathe, the inhale breath as this opportunity to uh, draw in, to strengthen, to contract, and the exhale breath as this opportunity to expand, to stretch. Um, but even that, the pre- I, I've, uh, I've been to other uh, classes and with other instructors where that even the perspective on that can change. So even at the beginning of class today, I presented the inhale breath as an expansion and the exhale breath as a contraction. So um, I've just found, uh, some of you have heard me say this before, I've just found that um, all I can do in my life and in my practice at this point is accept uh, paradox that things can be um, two things that the, you know things can be very contradictory and um, it's best it's easiest the only way perhaps is to embrace that okay can you get the leg any further past that 90 degree angle and let's today bring the left foot to the floor and then draw the right knee in and up towards the right armpit for half happy baby, grabbing the outside of the foot with the right hand and the inside of the foot with the left hand. Kick with the, with the foot, pull with the hands, draw the knee down, and either choose to stay here or extend the left leg straight once again. Heel down, calf down, thigh pushing towards or to the floor. Extend from the left inner groin out through the left inner heel if you have straightened the left leg. Keep pushing and pulling uh, with the foot, with the hands. Okay, once again, extend the right leg straight. Everyone extend the left leg out along the mat. And then wrap your arms around the back of your right leg. Lifting your head and shoulders up off the floor. Pull your belly button in towards your spine. Draw your leg towards your forehead. Forehead towards the leg. Curl up. Extend through both heels. Soften the edges of the mouth. Breathe for five, four, three, two, one. And one, slowly lower the head down, lower the right leg down. So you may notice the right leg is longer than the left leg at this moment. Ground the right leg as you draw the left knee into the chest to loop the strap around the, uh, the base of the left big toe, the left toes. Extend through the heel, pull back through the toes, lengthen the back of the leg, contract the front of the leg. 
widen the left outer hip, and once you have a long leg, start to lift the heel towards that 90 degree angle. If that angle uh, is achieved with some ease, you might uh, reach the leg past that angle. And then again, be mindful to keep the left side body long, the right thigh grounded. Head and shoulders comfortably on the floor, focusing on the back of the left leg. I forgot to mention this on the first side, but I uh, sometimes like to push out through different parts of the foot here. So just noticing how making uh, different parts of the foot the high point of the posture will change the focus along the left leg. Okay, now that we've been here for uh, several breaths, is it possible to walk the hands closer or to the foot? Keep the right inner thigh wrapping towards the floor as the left outer hip widens away from the left armpit. Okay, release the foot, right foot to the floor, left knee in and up towards the left armpit, grab hold of the foot inside and outside with both hands, perhaps interlace the fingers as you kick the foot into the hands, and then with the hands pull the knee down towards or to the floor, inner thigh grazing outer ribs. Choose to stay here or extend the right leg straight out in front of you, heel down, calf down, thigh down. Kick and pull. Get noticed where you're feeling, what you're feeling. Uh, you always have the benefit on the second side of um, contrasting and comparing first side to second side. Recognizing and accepting that your two sides are likely different. Just based on using our bodies uh, in asymmetrical ways. Over time. Right heel presses down, right calf presses down. Keep that pressure of foot into hands, hands into foot. And then from here, everyone straighten the right leg, extend the left leg straight, wrap the hands behind the left leg, slide the uh, fingertips up towards the heel, Wrap the chin to the chest, forehead towards or to the knee, belly button in towards the spine. Keep the right thigh grounded. Reach out through both heels. Soften the edges of your mouth for five, four, three, two, and one. Slowly lower the head down, lower the arm down. Both feet to the floor. Roll to one side. Press your way up to seated, or press your way up and back into a tabletop position towards the top of your mat. So we're going to establish our hand position here that we will use throughout the practice, um, particularly in downward facing dog. So you want your wrists below your shoulders and then you turn your hands out just slightly so that the space between your middle and index finger making peace signs is pointing straight towards the top of your mat. And now ground into the knuckles, especially the base of the index finger and the base of the thumb, and try to lift weight 
up out of your wrists. Pushing down through the base of the index finger, base of the thumb, try to lift into your wrists. Turn your inner elbows so they start to shine forward without locking your elbows out. So keep a conscious and subtle bend in the elbows if you have the tendency to hyperextend there. Now we're going to move into some cat and cow shapes. Inhale, belly and chest down, tailbone and gaze lift into cow pose. Exhale, round your spine, chin to chest, tailbone towards the floor, belly button towards the ceiling, round the spine, pull the shoulder blades apart into cat pose. Inhale, back to cow. Inner thighs move back and apart. Uh, back of the pelvis broadens, gaze goes up, back body contracts. Exhale, back into cat pose. So continue through these two postures with the pace of your breath. Exploring the experience of these shapes as it is today, considering beginner's mind. So rather than coming into these poses and feeling like you know exactly what these poses are about, you know exactly how you, uh, how you express or perform these poses, consider what it might be like to um, experience something new. Okay, come back to a neutral spine and we're going to send the hips in big circles or big ellipses in one direction. And now let's go in the other direction. I'm getting a lot of, personally I'm getting a lot of popping here. <laughs> How about you? <laughs> okay, uh, now we'll do some more things from tabletop. So first thing we're going to do is a shoulder focus uh, twist. So let's bring the left palm below the face, right hand to the back of the skull. Inhale, open your chest towards the right wall, point your elbow up and look up. Exhale, bring your right wrist towards your left elbow, shoulder blades apart. Inhale, look up, elbow up. Exhale, curl in. One more, inhale, open the chest towards the right wall, look up. Exhale, curl in, shoulder blades apart behind the heart. And now right hand below the face, left hand to the back of the skull. Inhale, open your chest to the left wall, look up, point the elbow up. Exhale, curl in, shoulders apart. Inhale, open left, look up. Exhale, curl in. One more time, inhale, open left. Exhale, curl in. And inhale back to a neutral spine. Bring the left knee an inch towards center as you extend the right leg straight up and back for three-legged table. Knee and toes point down, lift with the strength of the inner right thigh, outer hip wraps down, 
Hips and shoulders level. Extend the left arm forward. Reach forward as you look forward. And then either choose to stay here, point the right toes, bend the right knee, reach back for the inside of the foot or ankle with the left hand. Once you have a good grip, kick the foot into the hand, lift the right thigh away from the floor, let the left shoulder be drawn back as you hug the left shoulder deeply onto the back of the chest. So a um, balance of effort and ease. Effort and release. Kick and lift. Can you engage your core here? Actively lengthen the tailbone, draw the lower ribs in and back to keep compression out of the low back. And release the hand down, release the foot down, and right knee towards center. Left leg straight up and back, heel and toes, point, knee and toes point down, heel and hip at the same height, lift with the inner thigh, wrap the outer hip down. Right arm forward, keeping the shoulders and hips level. Reach forward with the heart, extend through the fingertips, reach back with the tailbone, extend through the heel. And in the center, find that strength, lower ribs in and back. Point the left toes, bend the left knee, reach for the inside of the foot. If you can grab the foot or the ankle, begin to kick the foot into the hand, lifting the left thigh away from the floor. Right shoulder blade deeply onto the back of the chest. Balance of letting go of the shoulder, letting it be pulled back, and engaging the shoulder muscularly onto the back of the chest. Kick and lift, crossbow pose as I've dubbed it. And then release the knee down, release the hand down. We'll do one, one more exercise from this table sh tabletop shape. Right leg back, left arm forward, exhale, Curl in, elbow towards the knee. Inhale, extend out and back. Exhale, curl in. Inhale, back. Exhale, three. Inhale, reach out. Exhale, four. Inhale, out. Exhale, five. Elbow towards the knee. One more time, reach out and hand down, knee down. Okay, second side, inhale, left leg back, right arm forward, exhale, knee to elbow one, inhale, reach, exhale, knee to elbow two, inhale, reach, exhale, knee to elbow three, inhale, reach, exhale, in, inhale, out, <laughs> last one, inhale, knee to elbow, or exhale, inhale out. <laughs> I'm losing it here. Hand down, knee down. I'm getting warm, taking my sweater off. Whew. Okay, let's do a puppy dog pose. So, tuck the toes under. I like to take my knees a little bit wider than hip width distance apart for this one. Walk your uh, feet towards the back of your mat, and then do an active cow pose in the low back. So really tilt your tailbone towards the sky as you kind of dump your ribs forward. Feel your inner thighs pushing back and apart. This sense of spreading the uh, backside of your pelvis. Hands grab the outer edges of your mat. Reach your chin and chest forward. So like you're doing cow pose, but you're grabbing the edges of your mat and your arms are forward of your shoulders.
And then start to slide your hands forward, pulling your mat away from your body. Melt your chin and chest towards the floor. So what do you feel here? Do you feel the inner thighs moving back and apart, or do you primarily feel this in the arms, the armpit chest, the uh, upper back, the neck? For me, there's this very uh, strong uh, compression or contraction of the upper back muscles along the, uh, along the spine. So I can really feel my shoulders hugging onto my back and in towards the spine. So as that happens, the heart melts even more deeply to the floor. So we're going to try to get this uh, sense of heart uh, sinking, shoulder blades engaged as we move into our dog pose, making it new again, making the old new again by changing our perspective. Okay, come forward and lie on your belly. Uh, take your arms at your sides, shoulder blades um, widen apart as the heads of the arm bones roll forward. Extend your right toes back and lift your right leg up. Lengthen and lift your right leg. Extend and lift, extend and lift, extend and lift your right leg, and then release your right foot down. Point your left toes towards the back wall. Extend and lift, extend and lift, extend and lift your left leg. Reach back, lift with the inner thigh, and then release the left leg down. Okay, squeeze the legs together. Point all 10 toes towards the back wall. Extend and lift the legs. First the feet lift, then the lower thighs, middle thighs, upper thighs lift. Extend and lift the legs, engaging the low back, and release. Start with the feet, hip width distance. All ten toes pointing back. Engage the muscles of the legs so that the kneecaps lift. Lengthen back through your tailbone and then scoop it forward so you feel the front of your pelvis push down as your kneecaps pull away from the floor. Draw your lower abdomen in and up. And then plant your wrists by your ribs. Point your elbows towards the ceiling and shrug your shoulder blades together behind your heart. Inhale, peel your chin and chest up away from the floor. Collarbones broad. Okay, little baby cobra using the strength of your upper back to lift your front body off the floor and broaden your heart. And then lift your hands up. Reach your arms forward. And then sweep your arms behind you to interlace your fingers behind your back. Point your elbows up, draw them in towards one another, and then extend your knuckles towards the wall behind you as your heart lifts and expands forward. Squeeze your legs together, lift your feet, your lower thighs, your middle thighs, your upper thighs. Use the strength of your back body contracting to open and lift your front body. Sides and neck back, crown the head lifts, Reach back with your knuckles, squeeze the shoulders, squeeze the legs, lift the thighs, and then let it go. Left cheek to the floor, head to the arm bones forward, big toes touch, heels widen apart, release the weight of your arms, feel the shoulder blades widen apart as the muscles of the upper back release. Return to your breath. And I'm always <laughs> encouraging my students, because I'm always encouraging myself in this pose to get 
present, to arrive in the moment, to appreciate this pose as an integral part of the practice. Instead of uh, viewing this as a time where we're waiting for the next thing to happen, uh, consider that uh, this could be something that your body enjoys. This could be a time when you fully arrive in your body. Consider that um, (laughs) the tendency to avoid or evade moments of calm, moments of rest. Okay, chin on the floor. Press your feet down. Lift the kneecaps, lengthen the tailbone, plant the wrists by the ribs, shoulder blades on the back. Inhale, little baby cobra. Broaden the collarbones by pulling the heads of the arm bones back. And then lift the hands, reach the arms forward, and then sweep the arms back behind you. If you can figure it out, interlace the fingers with the opposite thumb in front, elbows towards the ceiling, elbows in towards one another, and then extend the knuckles back. Straighten the arms, expand the heart forward, Squeeze the legs, lift the feet, lift the lower thighs, middle thighs, upper thighs away from the floor. Engage the back body to lift and open the front body. Soften the edges of your mouth. Arrive in this moment, full effort, and then let it go. Right cheek to the floor, head to the arm bones forward, big toes touch, heels widen apart. Release the body. Feel the support of your mat beneath you. Trust and accept that support. Okay, chin on the floor. Tuck the toes, engage the muscles of your legs so that your kneecaps lift. Lengthen your tailbone back, draw your lower abdomen in and up, plant your wrists by your ribs, and then exhale to push up from the floor into a plank position. Shoulders over wrists, shoulders, hips, and heels in a line, tone the muscles of the legs, and then we're going to focus on the upper back by inhaling to curl the upper back, shoulder blades apart, push the floor away, exhale, melt the heart, shoulder blades together, inhale, dome the upper back, exhale, melt the heart, Four, three more, inhale, dome the upper back, exhale, melt the heart, inhale, dome, exhale, melt, inhale, dome, Exhale, melt. Last one. Inhale, dome. And exhale, shift the hips up and back for our first downward facing dog. Make sure your feet are hip width distance apart, heels 
pointing straight back, toes pointing straight ahead. Now I want you to bend your knees considerably, and we're gonna do cow pose in this shape, from down dog. Tilt your tailbone up and back, <laughs> rocking your pelvis, spilling your pelvis forward, and then lift your gaze. Push the hands down and forward, contract the shoulder blades on the back, and then wrap the tricep muscles, release the head. Push the hands down and forward. Push the thigh bones back. Draw the lower ribs in and back. Release the heels towards the floor. Lift into your kneecaps. So is that a new perspective on dog? I remember um, it was very, it was probably, I've been doing yoga seven years and I had the instruction to lift my head in, um, in down dog and I realized that just gave me this connection to my upper back that was uh, previously unknown to me. So perhaps, um, perhaps you had that same insight, perhaps that's not how your body works in this shape. Explore your dog as it is right now. You can always keep bend in your knees, but keep pushing the creases of your hips up and back as you reach your arms down and forward. Release the weight of your head. Root down through the knuckles, the base of the index finger and the base of the thumb, trying to lift into your wrists. Okay, from here, bring your, right foot, your left foot towards center. Lift your right leg straight up and back for three-legged dog. Look to the top of your mat and lunge your right foot forward between your hands. So create a long stride so that your knee is over your heel, your right thigh is parallel to the floor, hands can be on uh, fingertips, fists, or blocks at this point. Lift through your back inner upper thigh and extend back from your left inner groin back to your left inner heel. Yeah, I've just had some, um, it's, I think it's, uh, I don't know if it's IT band tightness, Something's going on with my left hip to where um, I'm, I keep giving that instruction of extending back through the left inner thighs to the left inner heel because that's just something that I'm reminding myself to do. So notice if your body is giving you any uh, signals of where you might focus your attention in this shape today. Then let your attention be drawn by your body into those different places. Okay, hands to front thigh, press your elbows straight, come up into a high lunge, sides of the waistline back, tailbone down, chest lifts, arms at your side, inhale, sweep the arms overhead, stay deep in your lunge, exhale, open your chest towards the right wall, arms down to the height of your shoulders. Inhale, look forward, arms up, exhale, open right, that's two, inhale forward, reach up, exhale, open right, three, and third and final, opening, Inhale forward, exhale, hands frame the front foot. Press down through the base of the right big toe, pull back through the right hip, and fold over your right leg in a version of pyramid pose. Lift into your right kneecap as you wrap your, wrap your outer hip back, round your spine, you might walk the hands forward. Reconnect with your breath. Notice what you're feeling, where you're feeling. Try to wrap the uh, prints of your toes to the floor. Are toe prints unique? I'd imagine they are. 
but nobody ever takes your toe prints, or do they? Inhale forward <laughs> to uh, your lunge, plant your hands, send it back, downward facing dog, and immediately into the second side. Right foot, an inch towards center, left leg lifts straight up and back. Knee and toes point down, look to the top of your mat, and as you exhale next, lunge your left foot to the top of your hand, the top of your mat, between your hands. Long stride, knee over the heel, left thigh parallel to the floor, feel that weight of your hips, and then counter that weight by lifting through your inner upper thigh of the right leg. Extend from the inner right groin back through the inner right heel, lengthen the right leg. Reach your collarbones broad, expanding your heart forward. Take your gaze to that distant horizon. Again, communicate with the body here. Recognize where you're feeling, what you're feeling, how you might, uh, how you might uh, respond to what your body is telling you in this shape. With attention, with breath, with this idea of moving energy throughout your body. Okay, hands to front thigh, press your elbows straight, size the waistline back, tailbone lengthens down, chest lifts up, shoulders back, arms to your sides. Inhale, sweep the arms up. Exhale, open the chest towards the left wall. Inhale, forward. Exhale, left. Inhale, forward. Exhale, left. Inhale, forward. And exhale, hands frame the front foot. Press down through the base of the left big toe. Pull back through the left hip. Lift into the left kneecap. Wrap the right outer hip forward. Chin to chest, forehead towards or to the knee, perhaps walking the hands forward into this version of pyramid pose. back into the lunge, press back, downward facing dog. So from down dog, shift forward into plank. And I'm somebody who's always shimmying my feet forward <laughs> when I come back to down dog, but I'm gonna try to avoid doing this today because the classic alignment of down dog is to go straight from plank with the shoulders over the wrist back to down dog. So it's a longer dog than you might uh, be inclined to do. Knees bent, tailbone towards the ceiling, lift the head, push the hands forward, push the hips back, and then draw the lower ribs in, raise the heels down, lift the kneecaps up, release the head down, ground through the base of the index finger, base of the thumb, lift into the wrist, wrap the tricep muscles towards your face as you shine the inner elbows forward. Chest towards the thighs. Okay, from here we're going to practice some hopping. So bend the knees, lift onto the toes, look to the space between your hands. Shift your shoulders forward a few inches till you feel more weight in your hands. Draw up through the sides of your waistline, and as you exhale, pull your belly button in towards your spine, and then hop your feet to the top of your mat. Okay, fold it. So that was one, let's do that four more times. 
So if you'd like, uh, if you want to just hop up into a handstand here, but uh, you're not totally comfortable with doing that, then slide your mat to a wall so that you have that wall to fall back on, literally and figuratively. Okay, step back down dog, push the hands down forward, shift the hips up and back, then bend the knees. Round the low spine by pulling the low ribs in and back even more. Shift the shoulders forward, weight in the hands, look between the hands. At the end of the exhale, uh, kick your hips, kick your heels towards your hips, lift your hips high into the air, and with, um, with control, land your feet at the top of your mat. So one, um, one instruction that I always use that I've, I've found most helpful in this transition was to try to move silently. So the more quietly you try to land your feet at the top of your mat, uh, the more, uh, perhaps the more slowly, gracefully, your movement will be, your movement will be. Okay, bend your knees, Thrive, lift through the sides of the waistline, look forward, shift the shoulders forward, draw back to the side of the waistline at the end of an exhale. Arrive at the top of your mat. How many is that? That's got to be at least three. <laughs> okay, uh, do two more. Bend the knees, lift through the hips, lift, lift, lift forward, shift forward, exhale. <sighs> you probably didn't even hear me if you're on the podcast, but I landed at the top of my mat. Make it quiet. Make it quiet. Okay, last one. With your own pace. Okay, when you have arrived at the top of your mat, take your feet hip-width distance apart, lift and spread your toes, then place your toes back down, bend your knees to rest your torso on your thighs, momentarily hang your upper body forward. Now, with hands on blocks or on the floor, in front of or besides your feet, begin to press your feet down into the floor, Lift along the backs of your legs, lift into your outer hips, lift into your kneecaps. And think about widening your inner upper thighs slightly back and apart. Again, getting that sense of broadening in your pelvis. And as you broaden in your pelvis, you don't want the knees to knock together or pull together. So ground through the outer heels, lift into the kneecaps. Okay, from here, bring your palms to your shins, hug your shoulder blades together on your back, chin and chest parallel to the floor, and then exhale, fold deeply in, hands in front or beside the feet, on the floor or on blocks. Again, inhale, lift halfway, and exhale, fold. This time, let's come all the way up with the breath. Sweep your arms out, up, and overhead to come to stand. Push down through your feet, palms touch, look up, reach up, and then exhale, gaze forward, arms through center and to your sides, Tadasana. Just love, gotta love a mountain. So uh, arrive in your mountain, stand tall, stand broad. Um, we've been doing, been in down dog for some time. A mild inversion where your head, uh, your hips are over your heart, your heart is over your head. So this is kind of a new uh, perspective to balance, or to um, to balance a new perspective <laughs> to your circulation. <laughs> 
So consider that you uh, might have an energy surrounding that, sh- that shift. Shoulders back, collarbones broad, feet pressing down, kneecaps lifting up, lengthening down through the tailbone, lifting along the front side of the pelvis. Look to a distant horizon or an imagined horizon where earth and sky meet. Occupy that space. Inhale, sweep the arms overhead, and exhale, fold forward. Fingertips to the floor, head releases, hips high. Inhale, palms to shins, halfway lift. And exhale, fold deeply in, releasing the head down. Inhale, rise. And exhale, hands through heart center and arms to your sides. Two more half Sri Namaskar A's with your own breath. Inhale. With the exhale, fold. With an inhale, lift. With an exhale, fold. With an inhale, rise, sweeping the arms overhead. With an exhale, hands come through heart center back to Tadasana. Again. With reverence. Reverence for what? Perhaps with, for breath, for the body, for this moment. Okay, we are, um, <laughs> we spent a lot of time uh, getting to this place. And now we are going to do our handstand practice. So this might take many forms today. Um, If you are new to yoga, this handstand practice is likely to take the form of a prolonged downward facing dog. Uh, Because down dog really does build the strength uh, that we will use to stand on our hands. Uh, Okay, so hopefully uh, you can find some bit of unobstructed wall space in uh, the room where you're practicing. Uh, If you uh, go up into L at the wall or uh, kick up into handstand. So um, I'm moving myself to this window because uh, this this window door because uh, it's easiest for you guys to see. Okay, so first option will be this L at the wall. And this pose is not easier than handstand, but it, uh, it is less scary. <laughs> so we'll start here. It also uh, it helps build the strength, build the security that you will uh, use for uh, handstand practice. So extend your legs straight, sit, at, uh, sit with your legs straight, feet against the wall, and then measure the distance of your hips from the wall. So I'm gonna place my hands right about where my hips are, and then swing around. Place my hands in that exact same position so my wrists are the length of my legs from the wall. Okay, so I'm gonna turn my hands out just as I did for down dog, root through the knuckles, lift into the wrists, and come up into a very short down dog with my heels at the wall. 
Look to the space between my hands. Actively push down with my hands to activate my arms, trying to keep my elbows straight without overextending them. Okay, looking between my hands, I start to walk my feet up the wall. So, uh, very likely, if you have not done this before, you'll end up in a position that looks like this. If you have the chance to look at me right now, um, I'm in a plank at the wall position. I want to be in an L at the wall, meaning I want my heels at the same height as my hips. This will be very challenging to achieve. This will cause my shoulders to be directly over my wrists, my hips directly over my shoulders, the top two-thirds of my body to be in a handstand pose with my feet uh, pushing against the wall. Okay, be in this position as long as you can stand. If your arms start to give way, come down. Take a seat on your hips with your arms forward, briefly into a child's pose after um, you've practiced L. Okay, so L is great. If, even if you do have a handstand practice, it's a great way to uh, continue to build strength to get more um, confidence in your handstand and as you seek balance. Um, so as I broke this down yesterday, um, the reason, one of the reasons we might start with L is that if you uh, kind of fall out of this pose, um, you're just, your legs are coming down and your feet are going to hit the floor. So your legs are going to fall. So, um, but if you come up and kick up into headstand, uh, it's more likely that your head's going to fall, <laughs> that your head's going to fall, uh, which is the less preferable uh, of the two. So, um, if you felt like that was interesting, you could hold that for uh, maybe 10, even just 10 seconds. Uh, you might try kicking up today. So if you have a handstand practice, you could just be doing a million crazy tricks while I talk through all this. Okay, so if you are new to handstand, I suggest starting with the hands about uh, between eight inches and a foot uh, away from the wall. Again, same position. Uh, come uh, facing the wall into a downward facing dog. Walk the feet forward. Look between the hands, ground through the knuckles. Bring one foot towards center, opposite leg lifts. We're going to bend the knee, kind of hop off of the foot, and push the hands down, never bending the elbows to bring the legs to the wall. So, um, obviously, probably obvious that I've done this a lot. So, uh, if you haven't done this much, the hops might just be little hops. Your, your foot might just be coming... Um, you know, you might just get a foot off of the floor. Then do the other leg. A few hops, looking be between the hands, staying uh, rooted through the knuckles, pushing down through the hands. <laughs> and if you do come up, you might squeeze the legs together, push the hands down, experiment with coming away from the wall. So if you have uh, the stability as you come up, are comfortable with kicking up to the wall, you might uh, walk your whole business further away from the wall so that the hands maybe are three feet from the wall. So that at that point when you kick up, you might seek balance with never touching the wall but still having the security of the wall. 
This is kind of where I stalled out in the practice. <laughs> I haven't quite ever gotten to that point where I'm comfortable kicking up without the wall. It's just my, been my security blanket for so long. Okay, so try a thing, try another thing. So if you're working away from the wall, just gonna scissor your legs towards one another, perhaps coming to that middle point, and then again, legs apart, scissoring towards center. And then if you're just dying for some handstand push-ups, do it. I'm not. Personally, not me. I'm not doing that, but uh, you're welcome to do that. Okay, knees together. Point your toes. Send your hips back to your heels. Push your hands into the floor. Round your low spine towards the heels. And then look forward. Start to walk the arms forward and the chest forward before releasing the forehead and forearms down to the mat. Reconnect with your breath. Again, giving yourself permission to be in this shape at this moment, present with your body. So do you feel that you have the ability to steer your awareness to the breath, steer your awareness to the experience of your body in this present state? And one of the, uh, the ideas of the yoga practice is that we create these neural pathways. We keep steering our attention back to the places we want it to be. And then those pathways get well trodden and then it doesn't take so much steering. So just uh, as I referenced early on that, um, or maybe I didn't even reference it today, but as you establish a home practice, in those first moments of class, when you establish your seated position on your mat, in your space, there might be this immediate uh, arrival. So the breath might immediately slow down. The body might immediately start to settle in. The spine might automatically start to lengthen. Just because we have told the body, the mind, the breath to do these things so many times in the same setting. Okay, sweep the arms back, palms up, heads of the arm bones forward, shoulder blades widen apart, release the weight of your arms, and again, arrive. Give yourself permission to be in this moment. Consider the support of the earth. Allow yourself to trust that support. Allow yourself to be held in this posture. Okay, we're gonna round up through the spine and come to stand on the knees. Knees are hip width distance apart. 
Shoulders over the hips, hips over the knees. Hands in the imaginary back pockets of your yoga pants. Again, recognize any, um, <laughs> any change of energy that comes from going, being in that child's pose, that mild inversion, now to coming to this upright shape. So starting to unfold the subtleties of the practice so that something familiar and old becomes interesting and new again. Hands to the low back, shoulder blades together, lengthen the tailbone, lift the heart, gaze goes up, soften the edges of the mouth, inhale and exhale, begin to curl back. Hips gently push forward as tailbone lengthens down, ground through the tops of your feet, ground to your knees, and either choose to stay here or reach back for the heels with the hands. Fingers to the insides, thumbs to the outsides of the heels. Roll your inner elbows to either side of the room without hyperextending them. And then push your fingers into your inner heels to lift through your chest. I like to put my head back. That's just me. Does your head feel, uh, does your neck feel uh, better when it's, the head is lifted? Hands to hips to come out, chest forward, arms forward, head comes up last, knees together, heels together, sit back on your heels, palms to thighs, shoulder blades down the back. And I'm considering in this pose that it's not necessarily the, um, the extremes you go to with the shape. Um, this, I, have, I have gone deeper into this pose, but for whatever reason today, my experience of the pose uh, seems... Uh, <laughs> I'm getting more from the experience of the pose energetically. Um, so... Recognize that that could be the case for you in some instances where it's not necessarily the depth of the expression of the pose, the uh, photographability of the pose that is uh, the only indicator of the depth of the depth of the of the practice of the experience. Okay, let's do that one more time together. Take any variation you'd like. Hips above the knees. Hands at the low back, lengthen down to the tailbone, lift into your pelvic crest, shoulders on the back, lift along the front of the torso, shoulder blades together, collarbones broad. You could stay here and have a profound moment. If you'd like, move from here, curling the upper back, hands to the ankles, the heels, fingers inside, thumbs outside, inner elbows shine out. Consider pushing the fingertips into the inner heels as you curl back, look back. What do you feel? Where do you feel it? Infuse the posture with your breath.
And when you're ready, come up. Hands to hips, shoulders forward, arms forward, head comes up last. Take a seat on your heels, neutralizing the spine, hands to thighs, shoulder blades down the back, chin parallel to the floor, inner thighs weighing earthward. Swing your legs forward, slowly lie on your back. After those back bending shapes, I like to very uh, mindfully uh, extend the low spine. So just uh, cup the hands with the knees, lifting the feet up off the floor, and push your knees into your hands. Feel your low back lengthen and push down into the mat. Now you might start to make uh, small circles with the knees, just uh, working right around the, um, the lower spine, right around the uh, tailbone, in one direction and the other. Now, keeping the left foot on the floor, draw the right knee into the chest, interlace your fingers behind your right thigh, push your right leg straight. Thigh into the interlaced fingers, uh, uh, creating resistance with the hands. If you'd like, extend the left leg out straight. Release the interlace of the fingers, angle the right leg to the left, about one foot and then pull the leg back towards the right, meeting with the resistance of the uh, left hand. Widen the right hip away. Then bend the left knee back to the floor. Uh, Cross the right leg over the left. Draw the knees into the chest. Once again, cupping the knees, pushing the knees into the hands, and then drawing the knees closer into the chest. Slide the hands down the outside to the shins, grabbing the outer feet if that's accessible. Flex the feet, pull the heels in towards the outer hips. Okay, release. Right foot to the floor, left knee into the chest, interlace the fingers, press the left leg straight. Flatten and lengthen the low back against the floor, reach up through the heel, pull back through the toes. Choose to stay here or right leg can extend. Heel grounds, calf grounds, thigh pushes down. Widen the left outer hip away from the left armpit. And then angle the uh, left leg towards the right about a foot. Hand to the outside of the calf or thigh, then pull the leg back towards the left, meeting with the resistance of the right hand. Left hip widening away from the left armpit. Right foot down, left leg crossed over right, cup the knees, push the knees into the hands, flatten the low back before curling the low spine up away from the floor. Uh, slide the hands down the outside of the legs to the outer feet. Outer feet flex, pull the heels towards the outer hips. Right towards left, left towards right. 
Okay, release your arms to your sides, feet as wide as the mat, and windshield wiper your legs side to side. Just like me, I could not stay within the prescribed 75 minutes. Oh, it's it's 11.15 now, so um, we'll take, we'll try to, uh, you know, still do a nice savasana. Knees back to center, hug the knees in and up towards the armpits, happy baby, side to side, grabbing the outer edges of either foot, drawing the knees down to the mat on either side of the rib cage, massaging the back body. And then feet together, interlace the fingers, widen the knees apart, flatten the low back against the floor, recline bound angle pose. Use the pressure of the feet into the hands to pull the arms top, heads of the arm bones, lifting up, upper back, broadening. Extension through the inner thighs. And knees together. Give yourself a big hug. You are awesome. Chin to chest, forehead towards or to the knees, squeeze the legs, tuck your tailbone towards your heels, feel that less of your back body is on the floor as you pull in, and slowly unwind, release, extend through the legs, extend through the arms. You might put on some additional clothing as we slow down, our bodies will begin to cool. So, um, I don't normally, uh, or outside of uh, this format, I have not done Savasana with my students very often, but uh, I've enjoyed doing it with you all now. Um, yeah, so I really find that it, it is important to take that, those extra moments to get comfortable, to get covered up, to prop your posture so that... Uh, there's a feeling of support. So whatever that looks like for you, allow that time, allow that effort before you come to lie on your back with your legs extended, heels wider than the outer hips, feet opening to either side sides of the room, Arms at your sides, shoulders gently tucked under, palms turned to the sky, lengthen through the neck, release the weight of your head. Give yourself permission to be in this shape.
and to reanimate the extremities of the body, moving fingers and toes. And then what's next? <laughs> Do you want to rock arms and legs and the back of your head from side to side? Would you like to take a hand to your belly and a hand to your heart? Reconnect with your breath and your body. Bend your knees, place your feet on the floor. Roll onto your right side, supporting your head against your right arm. Moving from corpse pose into this fetal position. Keep your eyes closed as you push back into a comfortable seated position. Settling down through the legs and hips and growing tall along the spine. Bring your hands onto your heart. We'll chant Om one single time to close the practice. Inhale. and your focus throughout this morning's practice. The light in me honors the light in each of you. Namaste. So for you podcast audio listeners, um, this is, these classes are available as videos on uh, my website at Brownstone Yoga. Um, yeah, follow the link for the YouTube videos if you want to see the visual um, yeah, thanks for being with me. Please reach out at the um, Athens Public email address. I'd love to hear from you.